Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hi, what's going on? Um, let me fix that. I think it's fixed. Okay, there, that's fixed. Hi, what's going on? Same shit, different day? It was fucking hot today. Hold on just a second. Up stomp. Can you hear me? Oh, wow, yes. I can hear you very well. How are you? I'm good. There's a lot of echo going on. Okay, It well, that's on Skype. It'll fix itself in just a damn second. I'm getting like four different layers of delay. <laughs> well, did you mute the room? Everything is muted. Okay. Well, hopefully it fixes. It better fix its shit. You would think. Uh, well, I would hope. Okay. I only have these problems on your show. That's why I haven't been on in so damn long. I'm sick of this. You're sick. You're sick of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with the fact that you know I haven't done a show other than last week in like three months. I know. Lucky you. Oh, it, it was a good break. Yeah. It really was, which was really kind of good because vaping lost its fucking mind. <laughs> yes, very much so. But, you know, it's not its not like it happened overnight. We've seen, we've seen that train rolling for about two years now. <sighs> Is your echo going away? Yeah, it's all gone. Okay. I was hoping I'd be able to get away without headphones. Oh, I had the I had uh, the phones on, and then I remembered I can't have a guest via Skype and have the phones on, so I shut the phones off. So, All right, fuck the phones. Yeah, well, to anybody out there that usually listens to this show on the phone, um, I'm glad that you're listening to the replay. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ed Wolf. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. <sighs> Okay, there. We got that straight. Got that figured out. Do, 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 do. Did you read that article in Forbes that I posted? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Which one was that? Two new studies discredit the CDC's dire warnings about e-cigarettes and teenagers. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not sure if I read it based on your post or I got it elsewhere. Yeah, um, it was pretty... But, uh, yeah, I mean, I almost don't even read these studies anymore because... It just depends on who's funding them and and what the agenda is. It, it, you know, <laughs> they called Frieden. They called Frieden an e cigarette alarmist. Well, yeah, that's that's a very accurate description of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to think of these studies anymore. Whether they're pro or con, it just it's all just noise at this point. It's all noise. Minds are made up. Um, it, it's like it's almost like the science doesn't even matter anymore. It's all about emotion and uh, swaying voters. That's it. Oh, bleh. fuck! Yeah. Fuck! Yuck! Dumbass! Hey, you know those that little plus and minus button on all your DNA devices? Yeah. Do you know what those do? Uh, they raise and lower wattage. Yep. And if yeah. you hold them both down it together, it locks it in so you don't accidentally hit one and run something up to 200 watts. Right. 
and Blech. and you did that. You sat on it, didn't you? Blech. <laughs> that was fucking awful. Happens all the time. Oh shit. Yep, that's uh, you know what you know what my primary device is now. What? The AIO. Aren't they nice? Yep. I got a bunch of them. I I have three of them. Um, and the last device before that, that was my primary. My stout. You remember the stout? Uh huh. Yeah, I had a stout, and that was that was my primary for about six months or so. Um, and then the swinging little swinging door on the bottom started getting wonky, and um, it started misfiring. You know, which happens to all devices over time. You know, they all they all end up misfiring because the buttons are the are the point of failure. Um, so I was down at um, VCC Pittsburgh, and I just walked up to a booth and I said, "Give me your cheapest China shit that can do, say, twenty watts, well, and does it well." <laughs> and, and he and he gave gave me this little box. It was the it's the uh, the iStick iPower. Um. I had my K-Fun with me, I, what, one watt, I think I was running it, what, 15 watts? Was I running it at 15? 17 watts. I'm running it at 17 watts. Um, and it worked fine. I'm just like, you know what, 20 bucks. I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, to win a, to win a, a, a walkway show, like, with my mod, you know. Well, I'm here to vape and hang out with friends. I'm a, I'm a big advocate of... If your gear works for you, that's the only thing that matters. Yep. Um, I I tell you, I use my AIOs a lot, but I have, and I got all kinds of shit for this, but, um, and, you know, I answered a couple of them with two words, and the words were, fuck you. Um, but I bought one of those sinks because my 808, I have had mm -hmm. always, always, always had an 808 auto around. Always. Right. Because if I'm out potting plants, if I'm putting mm -hmm. plants into the hydroponic system, or if I'm starting seeds or whatever, a button is just not going to cut it. So mm -hmm. I've always had an auto battery around. Well, it finally died. So I went and I was on Facebook and Frank Cahill, God love you, Frank, had posted that he got one of these sinks. And I thought, well, fuck it, I'll try it. I really like it. Hmm. Um, it's it's a closed system, sorta, right. sorta. Um, it's got the pods, but if you get the two point fives, you can refill them, and they're super easy to refill, like super easy. Um, and I like this little thing. If I can teach my dad how to refill these pods, I think that will be the next thing that I foster off on my mother, mm -hmm. because you know my mom is a dual user. And she's probably going to be a dual user the rest of her life. Um, my mother has never wanted to quit smoking, ever. She is... Um, Crotchety? Not a spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, not a spring chicken. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, because somebody's eventually one of these days going to listen to this podcast that knows my mother and I don't want him going back and telling my mother I told everybody how old she is because I'm a fear to her mm -hmm. she can still beat me up so but I really think my mom would like the sink because it's like smoking 
yeah, you know, yeah. you you have to I ha- you I, have uh, to draw on it, of course, because right. it's an auto. But um, I am to the point where, as far as gear goes, I don't unless some of my shit breaks, I don't see me going out and buying more stuff. No, I well, I mean, you you know me. I've never been a hardware guy. I I want something that works and something that works consistently, and that's it. Um, you know. I, it's rare that I vape over 20 watts, period. Um, yeah, well, I just I, vaped I, at 200. Let me tell you, it is not pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's the, I mean, we, there's still a purpose for a DNA 200 device for us, though, because you get you get such killer battery life out of it. Um, and it and it can handle, you know, a lot of the higher wattage devices can't actually do like the 10 to 20 watt range. They just they end up overheating everything. Because they're, you know, they just don't expect people to be using them at that level. Uh, the DNA two hundred is one of the few devices that actually handles that range well. Um, and you know, when you slug in three eighteen six fifty batteries into a mod, you can carry that thing around for a week at fifteen watts, and you, you'll be okay. I, you know, the only person I know that vapes at a l- consistently lower wattage than I do is Chicago Rad. Mm-hmm. What is he? What is he vaping at? Like five, five watts. <laughs> Jeez, that's that's. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much like dipping. Yeah. <laughs> he's dipping at that point. It, at this point, he's just hoping to taste some. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, yeah, because I mean, I am normally between seven and a half and ten and a half. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and what's really funny is this Sleeto tank, however the fuck you say that, um, I, I had, yeah, I had two. Well, technically I still have two. I have one in a box to mail to par. If I ever get my stamps.com to work again, I have a box of shit to send to par. Um, that thing, I, I use that thing at like 26 watts and everybody that has them says, oh my God, you can't do that. Well, yeah, I can. I know Clearly I can. You can. You <laughs> did. <laughs> Apparently, because I do. <laughs> it it works there. But I mean, that really that is one of those things that absolutely drives me nuts about social media is is people bitching about other people's gear. Right, and how they're using it. Yeah. You know, um, and they do that with e-liquid recipes too. We see that all the time in the DIY group. Somebody, sure, somebody sure. will put up a recipe, and and everybody's Jeremy Dollar started posting recipes in the DIY group, and mm-hmm. and people were pitching, and yeah. I'm like, and I'm thinking, what, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, that's, I, but that's the, that's this is you know, this is the tragedy of the commons, kind of almost in reverse. It, it, it it's it's a it's a free expression platform but you're getting the worst along with the best i mean when you give everyone a voice nobody has a voice like somebody like jeremy dollar who's who's tried and true old school juice maker have nothing but mad respect for him you know even somebody like him you know he can he can make the kindest gentlest post on facebook and he'll get attacked for something because somebody else wants attention well it just it absolutely kills me um, and I try to tell people constantly, like with DIY, that, you know, you're going to have to tweak this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're going to have to tweak it to your palate because how 
F.A. Custard comes across to me and at what percentage I like it is completely different for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they were picking on me this week because somebody was looking to do a berries and not a berries, but a fruit and cream vape mm-hmm. and wanted to know, you know, tips and tweaks to, to make it better. And I said, leave out the cream. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh come on! There are ways you can you can deal with. Fruit. I mean, berries and cream is one of the first things I recommend people try. It's just you're limited as to what creams are responsible to use. But for DIY, I mean, all that kind of goes out the window. Well, um, and it's not that I I have a hate on for for creams in a vape because you know I I just Jeremy put out a one uh, what the hell's in it a crusher. It's an orange cream. And mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, uh, yum. I yeah. <laughs> I went through that bottle like fast, really fast. And I was like, this is really good. But I like I like vanilla bean gelato. I like vanilla swirl. I like FA custard. I like FA meringue. I mean, mm-hmm. so there there are ones out there that I like. I just happen to think that a lot of the other ones taste like rancid milk. Right. No, I, I and I 100% agree with you. I mean, I, I, you know me and custard, like oil and water. And I do not do custards. Just don't do them. Um, I, um, I take that back. Uh, you, you're a liar. I'm a liar? Yes. Why? Mudders. Mudders is not a custard. There is not a single custard ingredient in there. I used a m- whole bunch of other types of ingredients to kind of replicate what custard might do mutters is good but i there is no custard in that there's vanillas there's uh some baking spice type stuff there's a there's a whole lot going on in there uh brown sugar uh you know but there's no custard in that at all because uh, it wasn't until i found flavor art custard that i found any of them palatable like uh, you know because the you know the custard plague that that happened starting a couple of years ago they all have that same musty uh cloying flavor in them not just not a fan of it and they were all doing it so i didn't and, want to have anything to do with it and it's just too much it, yeah, and i don't and here's the thing is i'm trying this stuff out at really low wattage and it is like overbearing to me. Yeah. Well, I, n- not to mention all the sucralose that they put in it. And I just don't know how these people are doing it in these high wattage, low ohm devices. Uh, well, because the, the high heat burns off a lot of the characteristics of the flavor. I, it would have to. It does. It absolutely does. I'm still blown away that my cactus jam is so as popular as it is, even with that crowd. Um, but I think the reason is, is because, so, you know, that was one of my original recipes back from 2010. Um, but I think the reason is, is that at the high wattage settings, it burns off a lot of what I find perfumey and soapy um, at lower percentages. And that that flavor was originally developed for Val, uh, <laughs> who, who, by the way, was in Massel territory. 
Yes, at the time she was. Yes. Yep. She she well uh, no she has just she was been at Fenway. Yeah, she you know I I ran into her and, and Rob at uh, VCC Pittsburgh, um, and it was awesome. But they were like by the time I I we actually saw each other, they had to leave like within an hour. Um, and I said, when you're in mass again, like definitely call me up and we'll set up a meet. We'll set up an old school New England Vapors meet and we'll all hang out. But that was the last I heard from them. So. Yeah, no, she, they were just, she's been posted. They took Molly to her first Fenway Park outing. And I have to tell you, Molly is just absolutely adorable. She is such yeah. little fuzzy swins, little fuzzy Winslow. She's adorable. <laughs> so yeah, so Val, Val, oh, God damn it, Val. Val sends me a message the other day, and she's like, Yay, we're coming to VaporCon, so I'll get to see you. I'm not going. I don't I think can't I'm go. going either. I can't go. Um, you did say that uh, you guys were coming down to uh, VCCTN, right? Yes. I mean, it's, it's not 100%, but that is the plan right now. I've got two retail partners up here. Um, Hingham Hill is actually going to have an official presence. Uh, there's going to be a Hingham Hill table. Well, then you have to come. So, um, well, yeah, it would be appropriate for me to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's, I'm, that's, I'm 90%, 90% that I'm going to be VCCTN, um, is something that I can get my, either my husband or my son to drive me to. So, mm. um, Yeah. That I can go to, um, and it absolutely breaks my heart that I will most likely have to miss VaporCon this year. I have never missed one, but at this point in time, it doesn't not look like I am going to be there. Yeah, and that's terrible because you're actually a lot closer now than you used to be. I, closer, yes, but still have to get on an airplane, and right. that's, that's still several hundred dollars that... Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tough. And, and you know, I, I don't take getting onto an airplane lightly, even taking finances out of the equation. So, Oh, I'm not afraid of flying. I'm, I, I'm more likely to get killed in a car accident. Well, I'm, a, I'm only af afraid of flying sober. Mm. <laughs> I'm fine with flying half in the bag, um, especially if I have a babysitter. And I believe I will. Uh, one of my retail partners will be flying down with me, so he'll be able to watch my intake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Duro writes in the chat that all sucralose juice is fucking horrible. Yes, it is, Duro. He, he yes, knows it I is. he knows I agree with him a hundred percent on that. Even more than the whole diacetyl AP stuff, I think sucralose is the devil. Yeah, it is. I think sucralose is a bigger devil than yeah. than diacetyl and AP. Yeah. Um, I I really do. It's it's horrible horrible stuff, and what it does when heated is even worse. So, but yes. you know what do I know? Um, you know, for the, all of the, the hip and, you know, the, the big name companies, uh, ass pile that shit into their e-liquid and people yep. gobble it right up. Um, I, I'm still really floored that after the, dis after the, the absolute smear and fear campaign that was put out about DA and AP. I'm really surprised that some of these big names in vaping um, haven't started screaming from the rooftops about sucralose. But, you know, then again, 
I don't know. This... I it's a funny thing. Like early on, we all understood that you need to stay away from sweeteners. Other than EM, it was which pretty much just Which is not technically a sweetener. Which is not technically a sweetener. Um other than EM, everything else like it was well understood that you just don't do it. Don't do it. If you if you balance your flavors well, you don't need sweetener at all anyway. So it's just not necessary. Uh, but all of a sudden, um, you know, there are a few small manufacturers here and there at first, and then it just kind of ballooned, um, kind of coinciding with the Chucker Plague. <laughs> um, everybody just started piling it on. And, and then, but the blowback was all of a sudden everybody's coils were going bad within two days as opposed to two weeks. And nobody understood why. <laughs> um, so, th you know, there's been some blowback. And I've, you know, frankly, Hingham Hill has been able to capitalize on some of that blowback. Because I can explain to people when I'm having conversations with them, you know, that, you know what? Sweetener is something you need to start asking about. Because that's what's gunking up your coils. And that's, that's what's finding its way into your lungs. Now, whether it's going to kill you or not, you know, I doubt it's going to kill you, you know, in short order. Um but it's, you know, it's certainly another avoidable risk that is completely being ignored right now. Um, and I was just asking about that erythritol. I can't even pronounce it. You know what? I don't pronounce things correctly, people. You know this by now. Um, I just don't. I don't spell. Oh, my God. This is fucking funny. And I won't mention this by name who this was by name, just in mm -hmm. the fact that I think it's fucking hysterical. And I'm still laughing. Um, Jay, mm -hmm. how long have you been my friend? Oh, I'd say... Six, six years? No, not that long. Not that long. No, I think it's probably closer to four. Okay, so there's you, and then there's yep. Amy... Who I well, Amy, both of Amy Wamey? Yep. Oh, okay. Who, who I absolutely adore. And then there's PB Dragon. And PB Dragon and I have been friends for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. All three of you are very intelligent, well educated people. <laughs> and and I give you a lot of things to correct me on. And and it's at this point that most of you have stopped bothering to try because it's just going to happen <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fuck stuff up now somebody grammar nazi'd me the other day mm -hmm. like they thought I was going to be offended that, that they were correcting me on the wrong word being mentioned somewhere mm -hmm. you know kind of like there there and there or right right and right and Is i just this, are there three rights yes there actually are yeah that's right r-i-t-e yes so um and i just cracked up laughing and i thought you know i've got a lot of people that i actually really like that are grammar nazis and and it, it doesn't bother me when they do it so the fact that somebody i don't really care for did it is is really just I'm. This is this is my lack of give a fuck. 
Mm-hmm. I just thought it was really funny. And I'm thinking if if you people haven't been able to break me of the habit, then it's not likely to happen. Hmm. Um and somebody somebody's asking about uh, erythritol. Yeah, in, the word I can't in, pronounce. In that's where chat. this started. Oh, that's what that's what started. Um, I know nothing about it. I know it's it's a sugar alcohol uh, that's commonly used in low carb recipes. You can actually just kind of buy it off the shelf as a as a as a sweetener. I don't know enough about it. Um, this person is saying it's pretty stable at uh, or extremely stable at high at high temps. Um, you know, it's certainly something I'm willing to look into, but uh, it's not something that really interests me I, I, adding sweeteners to e-liquid to me uh, is just uh, not necessary if if you if you take your time making your recipes and don't overdo things um, um i know but you know i i i even even if people use sucralose i don't i don't like to call them out individually because to each their own as long as they're disclosing what they're doing um but just as a as a fad or as a as a way that the industry has moved to more and more sucralose use, I am going to talk about that. Um, but as I said, as long as you're disclosing what's going on in your e-liquid, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think you should be thrown in jail. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, if if you're comfortable using erythritol, then then go ahead and use it. Um, and if you're if you're a manufacturer and you're using it. There's nothing that I know off the top of my head, you know, as a reason you shouldn't just disclose that you're using it. Oh, and yes, I do always pronounce anise. I always call it anise. Um, and I do too, with, yeah. with or I used to anise. That's and my grandma. But I, I hate I hate the flavor, so I never I don't have to say it often. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is that is all about my grandma. My grandma always had a candy dish um, on the table in the foyer, um, <laughs> or if you speak American English, the foyer. Um, she always had a candy dish set there, and it always had the little square anise candies in it. And that was always grandma's thing. Well, get yourself a piece of anise candy on your way out. Um, so it's, yeah, I've... One of the one of the people that I have loved most in the world has always called it Anna's candy, so it's Anna's candy. That's just all there is to it. I like Andy's candy. Oh yeah, I like those too. <laughs> I'm not a black licorice guy, so Anna's unless it's uh, or Anise. Sorry, um, I. Uh... The only time I actually like it is like I know it's it's a it can be a component in uh, like Italian sausage. So when you mix it with like fennel seeds and you know all the all the awesome stuff that goes into Italian sausage, uh, that works for me. But in in a, in sweet, I don't like it at all. I like those little square red candies, but I hate black jelly beans and I don't like black licorice. I, you know, the black licorice that I do like is like the really high end stuff. Um, I don't know what it's called, but like you used to be able to get it at, at like high end candy shops in like little bars. Um, had a really interesting texture to it, and it just it was so pungent 
and it like it was almost like the dark chocolate equivalent of licorice. Yeah, see, and, uh, and that I liked. I I started playing around with it a little bit um, when I got the entire flavor art library, um, mm-hmm. and I was really surprised that I made something that I liked. I really was because I I have never been I can't even be within five feet of somebody that's vaping fluid. Mm-hmm. I I DJ vapes Richard Hong who now works for Flavor Art love him to death. One of he's the aw- funniest, he's awesome. He is one of the funniest yeah. people on the planet. Absolutely adore this kid. We were all sitting around at VaporCon one night, and and I was talking to Von D, and all of a sudden, I come out of my chair and moving away, and Von D's looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm going to die. I Oh, Jesus. And <laughs> DJ Vapes looks at me, and I'm like, what in the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Jeannie, it's fluid. <laughs> And and this is nothing against fluid because there's a lot of people out there that really like that stuff. I yeah, cannot. That, that was that was one of the first hype juices. It is horrific. If not, if not the first hype juices, I I'm convinced because that stuff was melting. Never mind tanks. That stuff was melting bottles. Um, and you know what? If you like licorice, fine. You know, there's there's a contingent of the U.S. population that loves li- licorice. I find it hard to believe that that many vapors loved licorice that much that they needed to have access to a radioactive version of it. <laughs> it yeah. I on I honestly feel that more people liked plu- and not, again not a knock against the juice. I've never tried it. Uh, to my knowledge, it was, you know, it was made somewhat responsibly. I don't know anything about it, uh, but I find it hard to believe that that stuff was so popular simply because of the flavor. I think it had more to do with the hype around it and that it was quote unquote difficult to get, um, which for anyone juice on the planet, I find absolutely ridiculous. If your claim to fame is one single juice flavor, you should be able to provide that juice for as many people as as might no, want it murdoch's got a bunch of recipes right but fluid is his claim to fame oh as far as well, juice well but you know what there's a lot of companies out there that, that primarily um their their boom came from one flavor so right there, there's lots of them out there um, but right, yeah, but right. that and was it, just and it, one and of those I want to be clear, that... this, this, this isn't a knock against them. It's ju- it's more a knock against... Hype? Hype. Uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't really experience hype like that, um, at least not as far as juice went, until that point. That was really the first big one. Um, and, that you know, it's just kind of a knock against how the community turned or started turning around that time. You know, I certainly I can't blame him oh, <laughs> for yeah, developing no, no, no. a juice that became really popular. Yeah. I don't, you know, how am I going to knock him for that? Yeah, that it just was one of those things that 
I never could stand the smell of that. And um, the other one I never could stand the smell of was... Uh, um, the honey one. Honeybees. Honeybees, yeah. Oh, God, that was just... That was awful. Now, Pluid, at least, there's a lot of people that really like Pluid. Um, I don't think there was ever that many people that, that liked honeybees. Um, no, I remember all the talk about honeybees was that it smelled like cat piss. It got Yeah, it got banned. Yeah. I mean, there literally were signs outside of meats that said uh, vaping honeybees inside the event room is prohibited. And it's not... But you know what? I'm sure that didn't hurt their sales. Yeah, and it, I mean, and it's, <laughs> it's not like, you know... You could sneak it either because mm-hmm. that's that stuff just really offended ninety percent of the population. Right, right. Um, and with fuzz fluid, in the chat pl- brings up brings up bobas, and that was actually that was around God two thousand ten. But I, I don't know. I hesit- I would hesitate to call that hype, um, just because of the slow growth that it had. It wasn't. It wasn't. That everybody was just like screaming about it all the time. No, but to this day, everybody is still trying to clone it, and nobody's managed yeah, to do it. Yeah, everybody's still trying to clone it. Sure, and I, I, I heard that he actually let the recipe out at one point, um, but like all the the whole paper trail has been kind of lost. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and I tried boba's, and I thought it was it was actually a damn good juice. You know, um, it was tobacco centric. Um, which I like, um, you know, so it had a lot, it had a lot going for it. A lot, Define lot of complexity. tobacco centric for me. Um, to, to me, tobacco centric is kind of funny. It's when you can't pigeonhole a flavor into any one category. I funnel it into tobacco. That's what I do. Does that make sense? So it's tobacco ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't taste like tobacco. But it's it's got the it's got the complexity going on going on for it, and I mean it's probably been five years since I've tried it, but it had it had the complexity going on for it, the richness, uh, there was a depth of flavor and and so much going on in it. Oh yeah, and Liz um, brings that up, so it's like Soho from Flavor Art, um, because Flavor Art says that it's a dessert tobacco flavor. I really like Soho. I like it a lot. I yes, don't. Me too. I don't find it tobacco-ish, at all. Well, yeah, the, and there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, tobacco flavorings that I wouldn't call tobacco at all on their own. Um, but again, because I can't sleeve them into another category, so it kind of had like some fruitiness going on mm-hmm. too. Um, and there are other things like that, like um, smooth from TPA. Uh, kind of has like a tropical note to it, more so than an actual tobacco. There are a lot of flavors like that 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 don't necessarily taste like a tobacco, but it's hard to really categorize them otherwise. Um, so yeah, that's that's another good example. The Soho. Oh. So tobacco centric is uh, synonymous with tobacco ish. Yeah. Okay. I well for me. I don't think there's a rule. <laughs> well, we're making it a rule. We're making it a rule. All it's right. a fucking rule yeah. now. Oh yeah. If, it, and... if it's not a fruit, if it's not a dessert, if it's not you know, if it's not something else that's that's invented after a real world food, then call it tobacco, and nobody's going to yell at you. If, I promise. If you people, by the way, if you're listening to these podcasts, and if you notice 
um, somewhat of a reduction in the amount of cussing that I do, um, you can thank me moving to the Bible Belt for that. <laughs> um, Are they outside your front door no, with pitchforks? No, like they're not outside for you to my cuss? front door, but when I go out in public or when I am interacting with my neighbors, um, I, I find here is the, the strangest thing for me moving down here, okay? Number one, I get a message from a guy on Facebook today thanking me um, for coming back and doing my shows. You're very welcome. I'm glad you're listening to the replays. I much appreciate it. And he's like, oh, yeah, and I'm listening from Buffalo, New York. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, I move south, and then I find out all these people up where I lived are listening to my mm -hmm. replay. Okay. So, but... The, the weirdest thing I found with moving down here um, is people are very neighborly. Yes. Um, which is awesome. It really is. It's, it's awesome. Um, but along with that. <laughs> they want to be up in your business. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not that even. Nope, no, not that. No. One of the first 10 questions people say to you is, well, what church do you go to? Would you like to go to church with us on Sunday? <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't have a problem with with churches. I don't, not at all. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not an atheist. You know, I don't have a problem with churches. I do have a little bit of a problem with organized religion, but you know, that's just me. That's because I've had like five different major religions in my family history, and there's whatever. Okay. So anyway, and 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 here I am sitting like, how the fuck do I answer this question? Right. Um, oh, that's nice, thank you, and leave it at that and change subject. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 really weird because when when you m most of the time when you move somewhere, that's not a subject of conversation. But it, it is a subject of conversation when, when you move to the Bible Belt. Um, mm. But the neighborly thing, yeah, I'm cool with that. I am so cool with the neighborly thing um, because my chickens produce more eggs than we consume. There you go. So we give eggs to all our neighbors. It's what we did up north. It's what we do down here. Mm -hmm. You know, Um it's you know share the wealth if you've got too much then give it to somebody else I there's, love eggs. there's that um i cannot wait for the propane people to get the propane tank set up so that i have an oven again oh you know what speaking of eggs uh at, at tennessee i think we're renting a house um and because it's a house i'm pretty sure there's a stove and i eat eggs every morning Oh. Along with breakfast sausage. So if you come to, to VCC Tennessee, bring me a few dozen eggs. <laughs> I will. Um, yeah, and actually, I, I believe you and your husband, husband, there might be enough room in the house for you guys to stay as well. I will, I, well, I have to get my husband on board with, with being there multiple days. Um, otherwise, I'm sure what's going to end up happening is he and B will drive me down and they will go find a gun store <gasps> for the day man after my own heart yeah they will that's 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 what they will do um they will go find some place to look at it 
at guns and fishing and stuff. Yeah, there's only there's only well, see, I'm flying, so and I I'm not comfortable with flying with firearms. Um, so if I find a gun down there, I really want, and it would have to be a long gun anyway, because you can't buy handguns over state lines. Um, yeah, I don't know. And being from Massachusetts, that that would be dicey. But I'd I'd love to see a gun store down there and look at all the cool stuff that you can actually buy when you don't live in a. Um, here's iron, what under you have to curtain. do. Are you are you okay with confined spaces? Are you okay with confined. Well, how confined? Are you claustrophobic? Mm, no, not clinically. Okay. Well, <laughs> we we didn't know that my husband was claustrophobic at the time. Um, we we found out rather quickly that my husband was claustrophobic. You locked him in a gun safe, didn't no, you? No, 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 oh, okay. not at all. But you're going to be in Chattanooga, and one of the the big things to do um, in Chattanooga is uh ruby falls ruby falls is the highest in ground waterfall in ground waterfall yes okay it's in a cave yeah i won't i probably won't do that it's fucking amazing more because of the heights than anything else what do you mean the heights it's i'm i'm a height guy (laughs) i don't like heights you're on the ground well, you're actually in the ground. You're inside this mountain. Right, when but we... it's still high. If no. it's a waterfall, it's got to be... You look up at the distance. waterfall, dumbass. You look up... Oh, you don't actually jump off it. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. You don't jump off it. <laughs> I was thinking, like, you had to jump off it or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I wouldn't do that either, because I, I have a really firm respect for heights. We're not going to say that I'm afraid of heights because I don't think I'm afraid of heights. I just have a very healthy amount of respect for them. Um, <laughs> I'm not yeah, afraid no. of them. I just hate them. Yeah. I'm, not, um, I'm never calling heights again. When we when we came down here on vacation uh, four or five years ago, we went and we toured the Wild Turkey Distillery. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I have to tell you, to get to the Wild Turkey Distillery from where we were, uh, you went way up to the top of this mountain, and then you drove across this huge S-bridge. S-bridge? Yeah, an S-bridge, shaped like S-bridge. an S. Interesting. Yeah. This Was this... it shaped like an S vertically or horizontally? Uh, oh, <laughs> horizontally. Okay. But it's... To go from the top of this mountain to the top of that mountain. Okay? Over the Tennessee River. Mm-hmm. And the Tennessee River Gorge. Um, my husband didn't show enough respect for the sign that said 30 miles an hour ahead. Mm-hmm. And scared me almost to the point that I thought I was going to pass out. I was, I was, I was that afraid. Um, I'm, uh, like I said, I have a a heavy, um, amount of respect for heights and this S bridge is way, way, way up in the air. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, my husband thought that a good way to get me unafraid was going to be to laugh. It wasn't. Did it come out like all maniacal? No. No. <laughs> it did not help me be unafraid, however. Um, it did 
help me add in really fucking pissed off to the really fucking afraid. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm scared to death, and now I just want to kill him for laughing at me. So needless to say, after we went and toured the Wild Turkey Distillery, which by the way they give out free samples when you go ten when you go on these distillery tours. Not enough yeah. to get you shit faced, but it, I'm not but, a wild turkey guy. Uh, I'll well, go to Buffalo Trace. All of the distilleries down here do that. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um. Except for the Jack Daniels Distillery, but of course, then again, that's in a in a dry county. Dry county. Um, so there's. That. I heard, actually heard they got like a a waiver for that or something. Oh. They started doing samples or. Oh, maybe they did. Hm. Yeah. So after we went to the wild turkey thing, it was like two days later, and we're in Chattanooga, and and we go um, and we go to Ruby Falls, and the first thing they do is there is an elevator that goes down into this mountain like 110 floors. Mm-hmm. And they've got probably twice the amount of people on this elevator that should be. So when they stuffed us all in this elevator like sardines and we're on this wonderful descent into this mountain mm-hmm. to go trek through and see Ruby Falls... I turn around and my husband is standing behind me and he goes, <laughs> and I turned you... around and I looked at him like, what the hell was that for? And my husband is as white as a sheet of printer paper. You should have laughed, to, you know, to make it better. And I'm like, you all right? And he just nods at me, right? And he's closed his eyes and he's nodding at me. And this guy keeps talking and talking and talking about how far down we're going. <laughs> and, and next thing, and I'm looking at Paul, right? And he goes, <sighs> again. And I'm like, are you all right? And, 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 and he nods his head again. So then we finally stop. The elevator stops where it's supposed to. We didn't plunge to our death. <laughs> And this is still funny to me. Um, you know, this is what he gets for going, trying to hit this S-bridge at 55 mile an hour. Just mm-hmm. saying, karma's yep. a bitch. We get off this elevator and the ceiling of this place is like six foot three. Do you know how tall my husband is? No. He's like six foot three. Oh. So <laughs> is, he, is he now bald? <laughs> so... <laughs> so we step off of this elevator, right? And he's like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. I'm like, Paul, are you okay? And of course, by now, the, the teenager has realized that something's up. And he's going, you all right, Dad? He's up, and Paul goes, oh, yeah, just fine, just fine. He says, here, me, you go first. Get in line in front of us. And I reach out to hold his hand. And I think, and, and my husband grabs a hold of my hand and lets go of it really quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay i thought i was gonna help he he was gonna squeeze it too hard and that's what he says he said he said i don't want to connect the bones yeah and i'm like are you all right and he's going how far is this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) it's like a half an hour walk oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's s bridge revenge (laughs) yeah it seriously was s bridge karma right there um, but the ceiling did get a little higher. Um, and when the ceiling got higher, that's when the, the, um, 
stalagmites and the stalactites were hanging around and and some of these places you had to turn sideways to get through and I was really glad that I was not any more horizontally enhanced than I already am mm-hmm. um but yeah so we get we get into this we finally get to the end of it where the waterfall is and and my husband looks at me and he goes did you see the people going by us and I said yeah and he goes yeah going by us back the other way and I said yeah and he goes if I didn't love you, I would kill you and throw your corpse into the fucking thing. <laughs> I have to go back through that to get out of here. And I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And this freaking waterfall was was found by some splunkers. Who else would find it? I did not know that people actually would go splunking that far into a mountain why why would you crawl crawl because it's there and because they're too chicken shit to climb a mountain (laughs) climbing the mountain i would sooner climb this mountain with my very healthy fear of heights or very healthy respect. Oops, sorry, I, I spoke that correctly. Let me uh, let me uncorrect it. Uh, with my very healthy respect for heights, I would sooner climb a mountain than I would have in what I think like 1908 or something was what this was. Um, crawled into this thing with a, a lantern because if the fucking thing went out, you know they they have a lot of snakes here. There mm-hmm. there is there is no fucking way, no way, that son of a bitch would have been undiscovered till the end of time. If, if it was up to you, <laughs> if if it had depended on me crawling in that <laughs> motherfucker to find it, um, but it is really beautiful. It is it's it's quite beautiful to see. Um, I don't think my husband will ever go look at it again. But you know what? In this day and age, if it wasn't for flat, flat-brimmed hats, um, and and fuck boys, we never would have discovered vape tricks. So there's, you know, there's that. That's since, not true. Since though. we're ta- since we're talking about discovery, people were blowing <laughs> blowing vape circles, um, long before. 150 watts in a, a fractional build. Thank you, Uncle Dagger, for that word. <laughs> fractional. Yeah, fractional. I sent, you know what I did the other day? I sent him and Dane and Ed uh, a group message on Skype or on, on Facebook. And I'm like, I miss you fuckers. I, I really miss their show. I get, yeah, I get where show. they were coming from. Um, Especially because I, really I was on it like every other week. Yeah. That was a good time. Um, but yeah, I miss them. I miss just level headedness, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that and Vape Link. Um and neither one of those two shows were ever a a big thing and both of them should have been. Right, right. But what do I know? I'm I'm just this little old nobody and I'm quite content with being this little old nobody, but they were really good shows, and I don't, I don't ever think that they got the listeners that they should have. Well, I, I think that's part of what gets people burnt out on them, 
quickly. I mean, the hosts it gets the hosts burnt out on them quickly. Is that the viewership never grows the way you know we feel it should, and and it, we're you know to an extent we're kind of going through that on VCC Live um, with Kevin. I mean, we've got Kevin Skipper, Grim Green, and Suck My Mod all on the same show, and our live viewership never really gets above you know between fifty and seventy. Wait, it doesn't really grow. I don't have no idea what you're talking about. You didn't know? No. Yes, I, I'm on a show. That's, you know, uh, this was completely by accident. I didn't realize you didn't know. No. Um, yes, I, I, do a, I do a show with Kevin Skipper uh, and Grim Green and Suck My Mod every Friday at noon. Fridays at noon? Fridays at noon. That's, that's when the live broadcast is, but you can watch it anytime. Um, and, uh, and then it's, it's also on, uh, podcast as well through smoke free radio. How did I not know this? I don't know. You I'll fail. Add, I'll add you to the group. You fail as a friend. I fail <laughs> as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm keeping you as a friend, but yeah, no, I did not know that. Yes, yes, we do. It's it's advocacy oriented. Um, but, you know, like last week, we really didn't have anything new to talk about. So we just kind of opened the floor for discussion through the the um, YouTube chat. Um, but, yeah, we do a show every Friday. I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, the FDA's first um, first enforcement warning notice document that they just posted today. Yeah, we'll be talking about that tomorrow. Age verification. Yeah, the age verification yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Which I, I I don't know. I I, I mean I. Uh, well, I'll save it for tomorrow. Yeah, you, have to listen you should tomorrow. you should save it for tomorrow. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, if everybody thought that they were just gonna throw out those uh, regulations and and stop there, um, I seem to remember telling everybody they were fucking insane if they thought that this was gonna be where the FDA stopped. Um, mm -hmm. I'm glad I wasn't wrong. Um, but yeah, it's, that's, there's a lot of terrifying shit going on now. But anyway, back to, back to this show that mm -hmm. I didn't know about. Where are the replays at besides Smoke Free Radio? Um, you know what? I asked Kevin to set up like a URL or just buy a domain so that we could just point people to that. But he hasn't done that yet. Um, I think the best thing you can do is just search for VCC Live on Facebook, and we can add you to the group, and that'll have a link directly to both the live show and the replays. And you're doing a podcast too, right? Well, it, it, it get I convert it to uh, audio only, uh, and then we upload it to Smoke Free Radio, uh, the Smoke Free Radio network. So if you're already if you're already, you know downloading podcasts from that network through your pod aggregator uh, then you'll already get our show huh but because yeah I mean it's an, it's not it's not primarily a live show it's it's essentially just a, a it's a podcast that's done in video format and we happen to record it at Fridays at noon on Fridays at noon so yeah okay. we don't well, necessarily expect everyone I'm to be gonna able have to, to edit my it. list because that was one thing when we were working on the kitchen here and stuff I started listening to a lot of podcasts, mm -hmm. um, and in in a completely unvape related uh, statement, I have to tell you that anybody that listens to podcasts 
that is not listening to Mike Rowe's podcast, you're really missing out because he's fucking hysterical. Mike Rowe. Dirty jobs. I used to I used to listen a lot to um uh, uh what the fuck's his name? I shouldn't even talk tonight. Um damn it, he's like the father of podcasting at this point. Steve Carell, not Steve Carell. Who's the other one? Isn't Steve Carell Grim? Grim? Yeah. From Dominions. Know. Oh, yes. Yeah, but it's not. It's uh, Adam Carolla. That's who it is. Oh, okay. I knew who Adam that Carolla. is. Adam Carolla. And Joe Rogan. Uh, I, I used to listen a lot to those podcasts, and they're phenomenal. Um, but I, yeah, I just I have my my uh, podcast aggregator. Uh, I think it's called Beyond Pod on my phone, and it just automatically delete or automatically downloads all the podcasts that I subscribe to. It's really cool stuff. And and I used to do the same thing in my car. You know, I just it was just a matter of habit. I'd get into my car every morning when I was on my way to work, throw on you know throw on Beyond Pod, and it would just play whatever was next in the list. I did not know. I am, I am really glad, mm-hmm. um, and it gives me something else to be able to listen to. Um, and I find that I sit out on the back deck here a lot. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's just it's it's very beautiful here, um, and it's quite peaceful. I did have a coyote in my yard um, about thirty feet from the back door. I have a feeling he's going to end up dead, even if I have to get a nuisance permit to dead him. Um, <laughs> he was about 15 feet from my rabbit cages. Never bothered mm-hmm. him. And my chickens free range down here. There, there's no fence for my chickens. Yeah. Uh, well, they, they tend to be able to identify their boundaries on their own. I've, I've seen that here in Massachusetts, actually, where people just let them out. Like they can go wherever the hell they want. Um, they're very kind of territorial, I guess, in that way. Mm-hmm. They'll just stay where they're supposed to. Um, and they and they pretty much do. Um, I, or or they get eaten by foxes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, one or the other. They they pretty much do. We did get them a rooster, though. We got the girls. We got the girls a man, um, <laughs> and he's he's quite happy with his harem. Yeah. Um, But Did I'm I lose still, you? No, oh, you didn't lose me. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm still not, not warm and fuzzy about a coyote being in my yard. Well, that's why you have rifles. So yeah, uh, there's. And that. that's actually one of one. Uh, coyote is. People talk about like AR-15s. Why does? Why would you need one? You know, you can't hunt with them. You know what? A coyote is a perfect reason to have an AR-15. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, because you know when you have a when you have a predator like that, um, if if I am afraid of something, I am not going to pull the trigger once. All I'm right. just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know they're they're kind of awful. Uh, the neighbor did say that uh, his son, who lives in next house down, had a bear up on his back porch. He said, but that was his own damn fault. He put garbage bag outside. That is something else that's, that's weird down here. Um, we never have garbage outside. Because mm-hmm. 
and and this this seems really strange to me because up north this doesn't happen or at least where I was from up north um trash is free trash get, is free to what? get rid of they, what do you mean they have these places they call them convenience centers mhm um and these convenience centers are where you take your trash and they're okay. open you know, the one right by your house might only be open three days a week, but the one down the road is open seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Or not seven days a week, because nobody works on Sundays here. Um, they're all at church. Mm. But yeah, you you take your trash down there and and they take it. Okay. That's it. They take it. It's free. It's It's just free. So you don't have to leave your trash out, but you do have to take it somewhere. Yeah, we okay. take it. We take it right down the road. Do you have bears and stuff? Yes. Okay. That's what I said. the The neighbor said his son, who's the next house down, had a bear on his back porch, but that was his own fault. Blah 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 blah. He he took a bag of trash out and left a bag of trash on his back porch. Mm-hmm. Um, I but don't, if you like the taste of bear, that might be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. There's there's that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah. And he says, you know, we're getting we're getting quite the bear problem around here. He said, people see two or three of them a year, and I'm just laughing. That's not very many. <laughs> That's I mean, I it, it, where I am in Mass, we have black bears around here somewhere, but I have never seen a black bear in the wild. Um, I've been walking around, you know, in the state parks, and I'll I'll usually strap a 357 to my hip. Just in case, because I got my kids with me, and you never know. But I've never run into a black bear, even though there are signs and you know all sorts of crap, and they would never come out to my neighborhood. Oh Just yeah, no, we we had we had lots of bears up home, lots and lots and lots. Yeah. Um, the hunting property that we sold before we came down here, um, they pulled the McKean County record bear off of. Um, mm. So yeah, we have we had we had lots of bears up there, um, but yeah, it's the only snakes I have seen have been dead ones. Um, I'm pretty okay with that. What kind of snakes do they have in Tennessee? Uh, they have timber rattlers. They have pygmy rattlers. They have cotton. You're gonna name all the rattlers. <laughs> they have cottonmouths and they have copperheads. So all the rattlers. So yeah, they they've got some poisonous snakes here. Mm-hmm. And in this time of year is when the copperheads um, are pretty much a stand your ground snake. Um, like where rattlesnakes, you know, rattlesnakes go away. Um, and they say that the cottonmouths here just want to be left alone. They're rather shy. Um, well, let's hope because the cottonmouths in the state of Texas um, were not shy. They, them, those evil bitches went out of their way to come in tell you you need to go away um, but copperheads are a really pretty snake they're yeah. fucking terrifying but they're they're really pretty um, the only positive I can say about the fact that there are so many copperheads here is the fact that um, people don't die from being bitten by copperheads oh okay <laughs> That's 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 a plus. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, I I've had girlfriends like that. Like I, the only the only good thing I can say is that I didn't die after she bit me. Yeah. Um. So there's you know there's there is that. Uh. What really are they me, are they tasty? I don't know. I you don't. Know? I don't plan on finding out. 
Yeah. Yeah, I I don't plan on finding out. We'll see. But mm-hmm. it, at this point, you know, I'm not planning on finding out. Um, I've been to to Florida on uh, many occasions, and no one has yet to get me to eat alligator more than once. Um, I tried alligator once. Um, it was like uh, chewing on shoe. Oh, that's too bad. I, I, you know, when I went down, I went down to visit LJ's, and you know, and also spend some time with my family and like do the parks and all that stuff. Um, nobody, nobody took us out for like alternative meats. And I'm kind of looking back on that as like a huge missed opportunity. Like I would have loved to try alligator and, and wild boar and, you know, a whole bunch of stuff that we can't really get up here. Uh, my sister Gina absolutely loves alligator and mm-hmm. she loves uh, shark steaks. I've had shark. That's actually pretty common being in new england you have all seafood but uh oh yeah that's just such a hardship you bastard (laughs) such a hardship what living in new england it is all that seafood uh, it's just such a hardship it's still expensive we can't have it very often but you know what lobster is only 5.99 a pound right now you're a bastard and that's main lobster that's the good stuff that's the good stuff um yeah, rock lobsters are not yummy. They're all tail. You don't get any claws, right? With the right. rock lobsters? Yep. There's the song, though. Yeah, if you really like B-52s. Yeah. I, um, I have found um, all of my DIY stuff. Mm-hmm. It, well, no. Jay, you don't understand. I haven't all, all I, of the stuff. I found all of it, um, mm. which which is really good. I actually ordered e-liquid um, mm-hmm. because I was out, and Margot sent me a care package, and <laughs> because of all the things. Oh, rem- remind me to talk to you about Oba Oba, but finish your story. Okay. Sorry. So okay. all of of all of the stuff that we had to do when we got down here. Um, getting my DIY stuff out was not high on the list of, of priorities. I mm-hmm. needed a kitchen first. Right. I, di- I didn't have a kitchen until a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was cooking on my grill. God um, bless you. Yeah. I was <laughs> cooking on my grill. No, no, no. It's a propane grill, Jay. It's okay. I don't. Okay. Why does everybody think I have something against propane? Well, because you buy charcoal by the skid. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I hate charcoal. Uh, that doesn't mean I hate propane. But I've There's been using a, the smoker a lot too, though, so that counts. Yes, actually, uh, well, I I would have a problem with a gas smoker, but not a gas, uh, or not, but not a gas grill. Yeah. So now, well, if you're if to... you're using a gas grill as a smoker, that's okay. I'm okay with that. But to actually go out and buy a specific, you know, a utility that's used just to smoke and have it be fueled by propane, that's a no-no. These are my rules. I make them up. Well, you're allowed to make the rules. <laughs> you're allowed to make the rules at your house. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like we just made words on this show. So mm. we're, we're allowed to do that. Flubergoosted. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so yeah, so I finally I finally have a kitchen and um 
So I finally got to get all of my DIY stuff out of boxes. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of stuff. I have no doubt. <laughs> the queen of DIY has a lot of DIY stuff. No, I am I'm not. shocked. Why do people say that? That's just, just untrue. I don't know why people, I don't like that nickname at all. Um, you, you know why they give you that nickname? Because you never went commercial. You, you, you're one of the few people that I know that said, like, even four years ago, you were saying, I will never sell e-liquid. And you, even though you were an accomplished DIYer, and you never did. Everybody else I have ever talked to, if I had a nickel for every time I had given advice to a DIYer and they had said to me, now I'm not, I'm not planning on selling e-liquid. I just, it's, this is just information for me. You'd have a lot of and, fucking nickels. And, and then two weeks later, they open a juice business. <laughs> I'd be a rich fucking man. Are I, you kidding me? There are, so I, I literally stop people whenever they say that to me now. And I just say, look, don't even go there because I know somewhere in the back of your head, you're thinking, I can make a lot of money doing this. There are so two vape even, shops in this town. There are what? Two vape shops in this town. Yeah. They don't need another juice maker. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I am just in shock. There are two vape shops in this town. Oh, that was a non sequitur. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a non sequitur. I'm following along. No, no, no. There are two vape shops in this town. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, that is like awesome because I didn't have any um, Mm -hmm. where I was. None. None. Um, So Mm -hmm. when I got to the point where I could get all of my stuff out, I. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, phew, there, that's all done. And my husband looks at me and he goes, there's three boxes in the other room. Hmm. I'm like, no, there can't be. And he goes, oh, no, no, yeah, there is. I'm like, huh, huh. Well, you know what? I am so happy that I have an actual pantry and then I have four wall pantries because... (laughs) As I'm unpacking DIY stuff, I guess maybe I forgot when I packed it all up how much there was. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, as I'm unpacking all of this stuff, I'm thinking, wow. And I've got like a list going of the real flavors that I want to try. Have you tried any of them? The the flavor art? No, or- re- real flavors. What do you mean, real? Flavors? That's the name of this company. That's the name. No, never tried them. Real flavors. I, I, I have. You know what? Because I am an e-liquid manufacturer, I'm kind of at a standstill right now. Like the last, the last two foot jump I've made with flavors was going back to flavor art and talking with Sean and 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 with Rich. Um, I think two of the last four flavors that I released before the August 8th deadline were, were 100% flavor art because I wanted I just wanted to have a separate line just dedicated to flavor art. Uh, the only thing I regret is that I wasn't able to release at least one more under the flavor art line. Um, I wanted to do like a full-on tobacco because I've always been in love with what flavor art has done with tobaccos. Um and mixing and matching some of those is, uh, it's like, it's like music, seriously. But anyway, sorry, not to sidetrack. Oh, no. Um, but 
yeah, it's, and I was like, oh, okay, I got all my stuff to unpack now, da-da-da-da, I can order these real flavors that I've been looking at and thinking of, and Margo sent me some of the Inawera, um, uh, shisha strawberry, strawberry shisha, whichever, it's a really mm -hmm. good strawberry, too. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I have a hard time, um, buying flavors when I have hundreds. Right. And some you probably haven't even touched yet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're n we're not gonna put a, a a quantity to the hundreds. We're just gonna say it's in the hundreds. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> but but my problem is different. I can't I can't put any effort towards R and D right now because I'm not allowed to release anything. I can't do anything new. So I can't you know I can't experiment the way a DIYer can. Yeah, and that was why in. You bring that up. That was why Jeremy started posting recipes again. Yeah, and I he can't, and I'm 100 can't release anything. Believe me, and doesn't know how to not play. I was up one night and I was going. I was like pacing back and forth. Should I just go ahead and release the original recipe to Crunchberries? Like not not just to, as a way to give back to the DIYer crowd, but also as a fuck you to all the idiots who just like bought a cereal recipe and then hyped the fuck out of it. I was, I was, I came so close to doing that. Just, I vote yes. Just go ahead and release the oh, original. Are we recipe. taking votes here? <laughs> it, it still may come to that. You know, it, I mean, it's it stopped selling. You know, pretty much as soon as the hype train started. Once, once all the major flavoring manufacturers started releasing their own cereal uh, flavorings. The cat was out of the bag. Like nobody had to work for it. They just it was all handed to them. So they just had to, you know, grab a cereal, add some sucralose and release it. They didn't have to think <laughs> they didn't have to think about it. There's just like boom, here's here's a cereal. You know. Nobody had to make it from scratch. Am I allowed to sell candy flavors? Uh, as far as I know. Am I allowed to sell candy flavors? Yeah. Yeah, you still, I mean, the, I the FDA has not come out and put put any kind of regulations, yeah, any kind of rules in effect on what flavors you're allowed. Um, I don't think they should. Oh, um, he's, he's just saying, can I sell flavors just as flavors? But I, I mean, I can still sell whatever I want right now. Um, will that be the case in two or three years? Oh, flavoring maybe, for maybe not. If flavoring it's, if it's for candy making—that's what she's talking about. Yeah, if it's if it's got nicotine in it, then the FDA is going to have something to say about it. But if it doesn't, that's you know, it's unknown. It's it's a gray area. If it's you know, you have to look at intent of use and all that shit. Yeah, um, no, no, no. Um, they were asking if you would sell. Um, oh, just pure flavoring. Yes. For people oh, to make actual candy with. Yeah, I certainly could. I certainly could. Yeah, so there's that. But I don't know why anybody would want. Oh, don't a get me going on. Don't get me going on the one candy. shots. Um, yeah, but I, I'd just be a compounder at that point. There like, is. You're better off just going to TPA or Flavor Art and just buying the flavoring direct. Um, and the. Uh, 
And yes, indi- they're talking about Indigo Vapor in the, in the chat. Uh, indigo Vapor is, uh, I, I was always a fanboy of Indigo. They never got the credit that they deserved. They made some of the best tobaccos on the goddamn planet. <clears throat> um, there are several people out there, and one of which, there, somebody joined the DIY community um, a year or two ago. No, had to be. Yeah, it was probably two years ago because I've had her on my blacklist for a year. Um, but there are a bunch of people out there now that are selling flavor shots. Oh, something to add to your existing e-liquid? To your unflavored e-liquid. Oh, yeah, they're trying to, like position themselves yeah so that they can continue on through the yeah good luck with that yeah because they seem to think that it is going to um leave them out of any of the uh new rule making right um you know number one i don't think that is going to be true unless you are a candy manufacturer it's 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 tough to say i mean I've been saying this all along. It all comes down to enforcement. Um, you look at you look at what the FDA has done as far as enforcing the age restrictions. They were all pumped to release this document of fifty five warning letter letters in the entire country. The entire country, fifty five warning letters to tobacco shops, convenience stores, and um, online retailers. Um, no vape shops, as far as I could tell. I just gave it a cursory look, but as far as I could tell, there were no vapor shops, uh, brick and mortars. Um, there were a few online retailers, and the rest were convenience stores. 55, and the regs have been in place since August 8th. Is that a lot? No. No. I would say that, I would say that is... Uh, I would gather that there are still hundreds, hundreds of retailers out there that have no idea that they can't sell vapor products to people under 18. Um, so enforcement is going to be a huge thing. And, and we, we've seen that with firearms. We've seen that with lots of regulated industry where – Yes, technically things are against the law, but it basically comes down to how they choose to enforce things. So that's what a lot of this is going to come down to. Um, If you're selling flavors that are quote-unquote intended to be mixed with e-liquid, are they going to come after you? Probably depends on how successful you are and how vocal you are with your marketing. Yeah, I think, you know, um, I mean, that's just that's just my personal opinion. That's not I'm not giving legal advice or anything. Yeah, I think that intended use is going to be something that the FDA uses to their advantage, not to ours, Um, Mm -hmm. because and that is one thing that I I really, really disagree with Ed Wolf on um, one of many. But intended use, the regulations were written as vague as they were and for a reason. Um, The FDA had several different 
uh, branches of the government or government agencies help them write these things and and they did it intentionally they wanted them to be vague they wanted this part to contradict to appear to contradict that part um, right. for a reason because if it ever comes to going in front of a judge if a judge sees you and your little podunk business over here on this side and they see this big government agency that everybody thinks is out there to protect everybody's safety and well-being when they're not actually but they are supposed to be um you know their high-powered attorneys can can well, make make their make they can they can shape their argument exactly based on their art based on their audience Yes. Like they they can say, oh well, like, and you kind of saw an example of that with uh, with the current lawsuit, mm-hmm. with with the FDA's most recent reply um, to the plaintiffs, you know, case. You know, they said uh, they don't even have standing because they haven't been able to articulate that their product would even be regulated. So what are they saying that, that they're actually not regulating open systems at all? Like you know, they 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 make things obtuse and confusing for for that exact reason to so that they can play you know they can play dumb when they want to play dumb and they can you know they can attack when they feel like attacking. It's it, it's all a game. And until enforcement starts, until you start seeing them taking people to court and you know. If, putting out major fines we're not going to know we're going to have we, we don't have any idea what what the market in the industry is going to look like in five years from now we have I mean, no idea I'm, I'm not recommending that anybody go out there and intentionally break the law at all no but um, we don't know what the law is at we, this point we don't know what it is um i think that a lot of the um the i think a lot of the well, I, sh- I should take that back. We, we we know what the law is. We've all read the regulations, or a lot of us have. There's a lot of um, them that haven't read it, though. But we don't know how it's going to be enforced, and that's such that it, it's a much bigger I... indicator of what we're going to look like five years from now than the actual regs as they're written. You're talking about the law, and it reminds me, one of the things, you know, I said there's two vape shops here. Mm. Um the one vape shop I went to go in and there's a big sign on the window that says quit come see us and quit smoking mm-hmm. and I went in and I'm like you know I said uh, you probably ought to take that sign down probably not a good idea to tell people that they can quit smoking with vaping but okay. and, and they said I, well why and I said well we do know but Jay we do know for a fact we cannot make health claims you're right and but, quit smoking but, is a health claim they have firmly however, established that but again, but again <laughs> we've been we've been saying that you and i have been saying that for years you don't make health claims however when it comes to the legality does that apply to a retail shop i'm not so sure it does i think that applies to manufacturers and their marketing materials um, it can apply to distributors if they're supplying marketing materials. But as far as a retailer, just a mom and pop shop on the side of the road, I'm not so sure that applies. It could, but I'm not I'm, I can't say one way or the other as a fact that it applies. If they want to say that it'll help you quit smoking, what's the worst that's going to happen? Somebody's going to come in and say you have to take that sign down. 
oh no, my life is over. <laughs> you know, it, it's not, and I, I've been saying this on VCC Live for a couple of weeks. It's not like the FDA is going to come busting into your vape shop with guns blazing, telling you to get your face on the floor and open your safes. Uh, because we're taking all your inventory and all your cash. That's not how this is going to play out. So it won't if, be like if, Australia. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're dealing in So you're in saying we're not going to be like Australia. That, yeah, but if, 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 you're, if you're dealing in medical marijuana, that's, that's, that's a real risk. But that's a scheduled drug. That's a Schedule 1 drug. So you, you're running that risk every day you open your shop. With vape, it's not like that yet <laughs> it's it, you're nowhere near that at this point well and i would stress the yet though too because i mean they they still braid a lot of moonshiners but the, again that's a, that's the regulation on distilleries and how liquor is supposed to be made it's a completely different animal i mean they the atf is uh they're that's that's why they were invented, if I'm not mistaken. The ATF was invented to control the flow of alcohol. So it, it's a it's a completely different product category. That this is this is a strictly a regulatory framework that we're working under. Like enforcement hasn't really even come into play at this point. We don't know what it's going to look like. Oh, um, holy shit! And I say the same thing when people freak out about, oh, I can't install a Nautilus coil into a tank for a consumer. My gut tells me that's bullshit. You you could you can absolutely do that. That's a that's a that's a pre those are pre manufactured products that you're simply helping to assemble, following the manufacturer's directions. Uh, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that, in my opinion. Uh, when it comes to building coils, now you're entering kind of a gray area. But again, there's there's no enforcement, there's no case law that says that you can't do these things. We don't, we simply don't know yet. Did you see where the oh, what the hell's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, introduced into the state of Pennsylvania um, to take back the floor tax on e-cigs. I, you know, when it comes oh, shit, to that Pennsylvania mess, I, it wouldn't mess. surprise me because it, it was it was a huge overstep. Um, it really wouldn't surprise me. Hopefully, it happens and enforcement doesn't start on that bullshit uh, until that shit gets repealed. Because I thoroughly believe that it will get repealed because it's so like over the top, um, and people are really getting pissed off about it and vocal about it because you know you're directly infringing on people's rights to run a freaking business at that point um i don't know what they thought like i i don't know if they thought that these vape shops were owned by huge tobacco conglomerates or or if they just didn't read the bill but it was disgusting what they did um and it's almost universally understood that it's disgusting what they did so it wouldn't surprise me that they're that they're going to repeal that bullshit what's her name i'm sorry i'm trying to grab the article so i can uh senator camira Bar bartolota mm -hmm. that's her name 
So, but well, if it makes it to a vote on the floor, um, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't pass. You want to you want to repeal that shit? Well, I don't, I don't see how at far. this point anybody can defend it. Um, and he did, and they're trying to 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 tax new things to fill a hole in their budget when what they should be looking at is how to reduce their budgets by right. more responsible fiscal planning in in use of existing yeah. state funds yeah because they wrote they they raised cigarette taxes over the years in theory to help pay for the health care for the smokers who are going to be dying right so in theory they should be able to lower those costs over the next few years because less people are smoking right mm-hmm. it should work both ways but it doesn't well that's like the state of pennsylvania um when the state of pennsylvania you know came out and said oh we're gonna take half of this the profit from the lottery and it's going to go mm. to schools. senior citizens and schools yeah but yet when the stock market crashed and everybody found out that the state of pennsylvania um had invested the uh, the funds from the school districts that were the teachers' retirement accounts, and they fucking lost it all. Mm-hmm. Um, did the state of Pennsylvania make that up? No. no of course, not. Of course the, not. The state of Pennsylvania went back to the school districts and says, you're going to have to make up all this money we lost. Mm-hmm. So the school district is paying what they normally had to pay, and then they have to pay in to make up what the state of Pennsylvania lost being financially irresponsible. And yet the Pennsylvania Teachers Union, which is one of the strongest unions in the world because they sleep with all the legislatures. I don't mean that literally, but I'm just saying, look mm-hmm. look at the facts. Um, it's one of the strongest unions in, in the country. Um, there's got to be a reason for that. Um, is Is... This is just crazy. So these communities that they pulled this money out of once, um, they have to pull it out of them again, plus they have to keep pulling out of them to to cover current issues. Um, That's the way the the government in the state of Pennsylvania works. That's pretty much how it works everywhere, especially when you're talking about, you know, public services like education. Um, my That's kid, not- my kid loves school down here. Um, that was one of the, our biggest worries. Was we're you know we asked the kid when we were thinking about moving. We asked the kid what he thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, he says, mm-hmm. "I'm good with that." We're like, yeah, but you really? know, you know what? And, and I'm I'm making a generalization, and and frankly, it's an uneducated one. But just in my observations, when when we've traveled to more southern states. You know, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, um, everything just kind of slows down. Um, And when you're not so anxious to deal with, you know, statewide testing algorithms and all this other bullshit, you just teach the damn kids. Uh Teach the kids, you know, what it will take to make them successful, productive little citizens. Um, and I think the Southern states probably have a better grasp of that, grasp well, of that because and, they're and not looking 
they're not looking at budgets. They're not looking at, you know, federal policies and all this shit. They're just, they, they slow the fuck down and they just teach the kids what they think they need to learn. That's it. Well, and here's this, here's, uh, they had, they had open house. So, you know, I mean, the kid just went from, uh, his entire grade in shingle house, I think was like 40, 42 kids, the mm. entire grade. And down here, it's 200 and 220 something, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we go in to check out the open house and, and Bernie is taking, uh, welding classes. I took welding in high yeah. school. Well, Bernie's, Bernie's taking welding. And they do it at the school, which I think is really cool. You know, they don't have to go to a technical school half the day and whatever, blah, blah, blah. They, they teach these classes at the school. So we go in and he wants us to meet his welding instructor because he really likes a welding instructor who, by the way, was in charge of the robots at Subaru for whatever time. <laughs> and um, so we go in and in the classroom... There is a long-form division problem on the board. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, this morning's bell ringer. And I'm like, holy shit, look at that. It's regular math. Huh. That's well, But this awesome. is high school, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I like, think they still teach regular math in high school. It's just the elementary and junior that they do that common core bullshit. And I'm like, that's regular long form division that's mm-hmm. awesome and the teacher looked at me and he says i'm so glad you think so he said a lot of parents have a problem with this they informed me that this is welding class this is not math class are, are you kidding me and i'm welding like, metal fabrication I'm you like, need to know math yeah i'm like what you need to know math in metal <laughs> what um, you, i mean yeah, like with sheet metal you need to know like how to how to like how the metal stretches and the bend angles and like, yeah. you know, how to, you know, where your welds need to be over a certain, you know, there's a whole bunch of math that needs to be known. But he says, he said, I know the math teachers or teach them. He said six different ways to get this. He says, you know what? He said, I want to know that they know how to get the simple answer and get it quickly. Mm-hmm. And he says, and one thing I will tell you is there's no calculators allowed in my class for anything. Um, at the high school level, yeah, probably, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I could go. I could go either way on that as far as calculators. I mean, like, everybody. Everybody has a phone. Every welder in the industry, I'm sure, has a phone at this point that has a calculator on it. So, you know, I'm sure people can get away with it. But you need to. You need to be able to develop instincts for math. You know, you're always going to need to guesstimate just to start a project. So, oh shit! You, know. you realize you just blew my new rule. What? I when I came back and started my shows back up, I said these things are going to be an hour long from now on. That's oh, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I just and I just looked down <laughs> and, and we I, and we still haven't talked about Oba Oba. Yeah, and you got to talk about Oba Oba. So talk about Oba Oba before we go. But yeah, I'm like, oh shit. Well, it, it's not a big thing. Like I can talk to you I, forever. I got the I got the sample pack from Flavor Art. Um, and like I said, I developed two. I developed an entire new Flavor Art Flavor Art line of my, my e-liquid based on certain flavors. Um, one thing that I was really excited to start working with was Oba Oba because I actually developed a few flavors back in like 2010, 2011 with Oba Oba because to my mind, it was one of the best vanillas on the market. 
Um, it was a vanilla, but it had like fruity undertones. It was incre- It was such an incredible flavor, so subtle and and complex, and I absolutely loved it. So basically, sight unseen, I ordered 250 mils of Oba Oba. I got it in, and it had a picture of Skittles on the front. And I was like, well, that's different. So I smell huh? it, and sure enough, this stuff smells like now it smells like candy with a vanilla undertone. So what happened? I Do you know, know what happened to Oba Oba? This was one of my all-time favorite flavorings, and now it's it's gone. Is is the, I I know that flavor art, um, they will rework and replace flavorings because of you know, uh, the industry's understanding of diacetyl and, and AP and all that stuff. Is do you know if that's the result of, I have no of idea. that or it's just it's a completely different flavor now. And I want to understand why. I don't know. I suggest you email Rich or Sean and ask because I, ta- I, I don't I, know. I didn't get I, the new flavors. I PM'd Sean a couple of times, but I mean, he, ever since he took over Flavor Art, or you know, well, not took and over, I will but, tell you, but ever since he became Flavor Art North America or, or introduced Flavor Art North America to the market, he's been very busy. Yeah, and I'm just one and, fucking idiot. And he still has his other businesses as well. Um, and it is fall um, up in your neck of the woods, so you know. No, I, 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 I talked about this. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. But and part of ago. it too is is right now is going to be even more difficult um, to be able to carve out um, time with him uh, right. because he does manage the family farm. No, I, I, and, and that's why I say. I and every time he posts busy. pictures of of the the produce haul, I want to smack him, um, right. because I'm just I'm still new down here, so I'm still trying to find out who has apple orchards, who has cherry orchards. Um, so I don't have all that, um, and he does right now. So I'm I'm. I'm rather yeah, no, rather I, I, rather I'm jealous not, not, of that. I'm, I'm um, but yeah, I have absolutely no idea why they changed it. I didn't I know, know that they had. I don't know. I don't know. I, it wasn't a hugely popular flavor. There were a few other manufacturers that I talked to that that love it the same way I do. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a complete 180. I know that when even back then when I was using it and it was really a vanilla they still talked about it like it was some sort of candy flavoring but i didn't you know when i tried it i didn't buy it i said no this is just a really kick-ass vanilla with some candy-like undertones and it was making a i made a killer eggnog with this stuff um and i was really hoping to work with it again and maybe release a new flavor based on oba oba but it's a completely different animal now so it was it was kind of disappointing it, it does seem like a really good flavor in its own right i haven't mixed anything with it now i mean it still smells and tastes like a really good flavor so it's not like it's not going to go to any use uh, at least for myself um but yeah i was really hoping to have access to that freaking phenomenal vanilla flavor so we'll we'll see what happens <laughs> hmm. Hmm. No, I had no idea. Um, the the latest round of 
of beta flavors, I didn't get. Um, I don't know that I did either. I might. I mean, I kind of fell off the map. I was planning on releasing this huge line of flavor art based juices. Um, unfortunately, August four, August eighth, uh, crept up a lot faster than I originally thought it would. Um, so I was only be able to release two. Um, there's a um, what's one of them is a grapefruit citrus kind of mix and the other one is um a mango mango blend um both of them are very successful but you know i was hoping to do more i was hoping to do a tobacco uh and i was hoping to do at least one more like i said kind of with the oba oba i was hoping to do something more desserty but it didn't work no i guess skittles would not mm. Skittles in an eggnog probably wouldn't work. Yeah, probably not going to be a 100% win on that. But, you know, there's stranger things have happened. Yep. Stranger things have happened. Um, I have taken a lot, too. I have a, uh open note on my phone where I have been writing down ideas and initial mixes for those ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What is really funny to me is in three months of not making any e-liquid, I haven't even tried some of these first runs, but I'm Mm -hmm. changing them already. (laughs) I've been there. Yeah, I look it over and I'm like, no, this would work better for that. Yep, yep. And and that gets, the longer you make e-liquid, I'm sure you can attest, the longer you make e-liquid, the more difficult that becomes, like the second guessing. Like even like while you're letting something sit, you just look at a recipe, like the, look at the numbers on a recipe and go, you know what? I kind of want to tweak this Yeah. before you even try it, just based on experience. And, yeah, and, and that's, that's what I call um, analysis paralysis. You know, you don't look at the end product. You're looking at the the theory behind the product before you even well and the one smart thing i've done though is i don't change the original one i make another one under it yeah yeah as long as you keep as long as Um, you keep notes to to make sure that i keep it because yeah what's really going to piss me off is by the time i decide to make these recipes up if the end result is not what i want it to be if i go back and i try the first one and the first one was what I was actually looking for. I'm going to be pissed. And you know what? That's the funny thing is more often than not, and it it's, your, it's your first it's your first instinct that ends up being the right one. Yeah. Well, know? they end up fails sometimes, too, because I, I have. Oh, sure. I have thought up sure. some stuff and thought, oh, this is going to be amazing and make it up. And it's like, this is fucking horrid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yep. there's that, too. Who would have thought that pepperoni and strawberry didn't mix? <laughs> but I I have to say that I honestly miss the uh, the deli bacon flavoring. Deli bacon. I never, never. Yeah. You know what? I did buy a bottle of bacon. I think it was TPA's bacon. I did buy a bottle of bacon just because I wanted to smell it. And stupid me, I buy four ounces of it. Oh, like dumbass! An, like an like an idiot because no, that's my that's my a... that's my instinctual sample size is four ounces. Yeah, TPA... So I just went ahead and bought four ounces of bacon, 
and I smelled it. I'm just like, I, yeah, that's that's never gonna. Yeah, TPA had a deli bacon flavoring, too. They had bacon. They had deli bacon. Yeah. The the deli bacon flavoring. I'm telling you what. Before Flavor West came out with salted caramel, mm-hmm. caramel. In case Orion is listening, who is wrong? Um, no, it's caramel. It's caramel. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're an awful person. I know it. <laughs> That's okay. I still make a good friend. Um, but before Flavor West came out with their salted caramel flavor, um, adding a drop or two of the the deli bacon flavoring to a caramel vape adds the salt. Adds the was salt. Sure. The freaking bomb. And then Flavor West went, "Oh fuck it, we'll just make salted caramel." It's like, you bastards, I've been using bacon all of this time, and you just come out and make it unnecessary. So, but, you know, whatever. That's kind of like, I've I've actually found a use for um, cardamom, and I found a use for the flavor art black pepper flavoring. Um, I, I, there's a lot of flavors that flavor art had that I always thought, what the fuck would I use that for? And now that I have them here, I'm like, oh, let me try this. It's yep. kind of like putting, kind of like putting jasmine in lemon. And, and this, and this is this is exactly what I miss about having an e-liquid company is being able to fool around with this stuff. I can I, I don't, I can't concentrate on fooling around in R and D, and that's why I got into this business was to, to invent new stuff. Now I'm not allowed to invent new stuff. I can't do it. So, you know, what's my purpose now? To sit in a lab and mix shit. You know, to, to schmooze at, at conventions. You know, to, to try to make friends with people that I can't stand. You know, <laughs> like, you know, what's my Why purpose do you do in that? life at this point? Yeah, what's I my don't purpose? Do that. You know, I don't get to do what I, what I got into this business to do anymore. And that's what upsets me the most. That was, you're talking about schmoozing with people you don't like. I mean, I, 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 I'm kind of saying that tongue in cheek. There are a ton of people in this in- industry I love, but there are also a ton of people that I would, I w- would never associate with. Yeah, everybody kept telling me, you know, about going to meets and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, you go to a meet and, and it's not like it is online. Everybody likes everybody when you see them in person. Uh, no, not that, that is not true. A- at VaporCon, that was true. No, that is not true because I put my hand up in somebody's face at VaporCon too. I, I can't. I, <laughs> well, y- yeah, no. but. No, if if I can't stand you online, the chances of me liking you in person are, it's never going to happen. Yeah. I, I was going to say like hell freezing over, but it's even more rare than that. But to me, to, I mean, to me, that's so, I, I know you've, you've talked about this before and, but to me, it's so foreign like, because I know, I mean, you and I don't agree on everything, and oh, no, we've gotten we into arguments, even on shows. We've gotten into arguments. Oh yeah. But we can, but we can always talk to each other. You know, I would never, I would never s- see a situation where me and you couldn't like hang out and and love each other like just the way we do. We've known each other a long time, and and we're good friends. But I don't. I also, so I, I, don't I don't understand what this person could have done. That that would have, you know, made you feel that you that you had to, you know, put up the hand. I I, I don't. It's still kind of foreign to me. That, that that I would actually do that to somebody. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, but you know me well enough to know that when well, I, I, there's no, that I, line, I, and when somebody goes beyond that line, but you're, what, you're but just But what is done. that line? I mean, what could I do to you that would make you never want to talk to me again? I don't know with you, though. I right. mean, we've, so, we've been friends for so long. I mean, I just... I, I cannot, oh, I'll tell you something you could do. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if you went out and, and if you went out and tried to per- portray me as something less than what I am. Like what? Like, um, you're not real, really blonde. I, I only do what <laughs> I do. I mean, I do what I do because I enjoy it and because I right. hope to help some people. You know, if you were to go out and say that, that I only do this to, to stroke my own ego, which is clearly bullshit because I'm probably the only person in vaping that's happy being a nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? All right. I'll call you out on that. Or that I was on some huge power trip or some stupid shit like that. Stuff like that. But stuff like that. that. I will call bullshit. Really offends me. I will call bullshit on that. Because nobody does what they do in this community purely for altruistic reasons. We all love attention. And that's the currency. That's the currency. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But you're as much a draw for that currency as I am. If nobody was responding, if if nobody gave us a little bit of kudos for what we did, we wouldn't still be here. But that's not a bad thing. But I mean, somebody could call that you're a whore for attention, and and that's a that's a bullshit way to express that. But if we didn't actually get positive feedback for what we do, we wouldn't still be doing it. Can you agree with that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can. I, yeah, I can agree with that. You know what I mean? No, it's I can a, agree it's with all that. in how you word it. Um, it's all in how you word it. No, you're not a whore for, you know, attention or, or whatever this, this jackass said about you. No. But if if you didn't get positive feedback, you wouldn't still be doing it. Neither would I. You know, so much of this industry and so much of this community is based on camaraderie. If you weren't a recipient of that camaraderie, you wouldn't you wouldn't still go on. If you did, you'd probably kind of be a like a uh, a, a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, we you know have some I mean? of those. We, we have some <laughs> you know of those. What I mean? um, like if, but I if, guess I just, I do what I do because I enjoy doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I, if people find it helpful, I really like that. Mm. Um, I like exactly. that a lot. Exactly. Um, I like being helpful. Um, I... I make some people laugh. I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of times they laugh at really the wrong things. Um, everybody thinks the bat story is hysterically funny. Um, it was. It <laughs> yeah. was not. Uh, flitzy, <laughs> flitzy. It was not. Um, yeah, and and of anything, the fact that that flitzy still gets the tee he giggle, giggles over that bat story. Um, it it just absolutely makes my day. Right. Um, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I guess I just. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, I basically just called you an attention whore, but in the best way possible. 
Yes, so, you did. So, so, so much, so much of what, uh, how people interpret what is being said is based on your ability to present um, eloquently, like your feelings. And it, and it also depends on how you feel about a certain person when you talk well, about I them. I think, but the intent, I, I lo- I the love intent you to death, behind yours I, was not to to imply that I am a bad person. Right, right. This this person that you're t- speaking of apparently very much had that intention to imply that you were some sort of bad person. Because probably most likely they were just jealous of the attention that you were getting at the time. That's all it boiled down to. I don't know. I still don't like her. That's <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I, I and I still don't even know who it is. I, I, I have like no her. idea who it is. Um. Well. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah, if I think somebody's an absolute piece of shit as a human being, I'm I'm not gonna stand around and be fake and and talk all nice to them in public because that's what's expected of me um Mm. you know and i and i really subscribe to the don't be a dick rule agreed i absolutely Um, subscribe to that i think i think so much so much of what we do uh is based on our delivery and not on our core values well you know i i was talking there was a cloud chaser at at the at the fair here and that's part of the reason I went out and found this sink. You know, my 808 died mm-hmm. and I had this cloud chaser on the brain that was blowing clouds out in front of a, this whole slew of little kids. And it completely and totally pissed me off. Um, Dave Dorn's like, well, no, everybody should go out and blow clouds and everybody should explain it. Well, you know what? The guy wasn't bothering to explain it. You know, I mean, these parents are grabbing their kids and telling their kids they had to come back over by them and everything. And the guy was just sitting there like, oh, fuck you. I can do it. And and it really pissed me off. Yeah, so, it's that it's that fuck you, I can do it attitude that that you know gets us in trouble. Yeah, I don't. But I don't like people that that you give them an inch, they take a mile, mm-hmm. and everybody just stands around and lets them take the mile. Well, I'm not going to stand around and let them take the mile. I'm going to tell them you're a fucking asshole. Um, people do that in in vaping too you know even amongst ourselves and that's the worst thing i think to me mm-hmm. um people take advantage of other people and and that that bothers me of course then again here i am the lady that takes eggs around and gives them to all their damn neighbors um she takes what i take eggs around and give them to oh, all you the neighbors take, yes you take eggs right? yeah Um, And then you've still got those people that want everything for nothing. And the minute somebody calls them on the fact that they're basically a a mooch, um, then they come at you with with personal attacks. And I find a lot of that really offensive. Mm -hmm. You know? Um Everybody talks about what the vaping industry used to be and what it is now and, you know, and and we're cannibalizing ourselves and blah, 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 blah. I think the the only reason that that is happening is because 
a lot of people just sat and watched it happen. Um, myself being guilty of that as much as the next person. Sure. Yeah. No, me, me too. We, we sat Absolutely. here and we, we watched it happen. Well, it, it, it was one of those things. I mean, the demographic, the demographic shift in, in vaping consumers was hugely drastic, but it also, it was a kind of a, a frog in a boil pot of boiling water kind of effect like it happened over the course of like six months to a year and then all of a sudden after that year it was just like our demographic just basically got pushed entirely to the side like on social media um well, and my it rant... was replaced by you know sub vapors uh you know the the 20 to 30 crowd like it was just complete it was a complete shift did you see the did you see the mini rant I posted on Facebook? I I posed a question actually. Oh, oh, oh I loved this. Yeah, I loved the, this thread. The advanced vapor thing? Yes. Did, if, yes, I love that. And anybody listening to this replay, if you or anybody you know are making statements about an advanced vapor, shut the fuck up. Please just shut up. It is the most asinine thing I have ever heard in my life. An advanced vapor is not dependent, in my opinion, on the gear you are using. An advanced, if you want to, if you want to classify an advanced vapor, please, please have that justified around the knowledge of the industry they have. And the knowledge of the thing they're using. Just because you're an asshole that went out on fucking Albia or or Heaven's Gifts or what fucking ever. And bought a 150 watt mod. And you went out and you bought a rebuildable dripper. Doesn't make you advanced. It doesn't make you any smarter than the person that's walking around with a 20 watt eye stick and... And a Nautilus Mini. It doesn't... Or an AIO. Just, just, please, shut the fuck up, people. And, and because you know you're what? making us I've all look stupid. I built on K-Funds for two years. You cannot tell me there's a build that's more difficult than building on a fucking K-Fund. Come on. You can't tell me that. And I, now I'm on an AIO. I you was know what? so and, and what pissed. I call it is, is I've found vaping zen. I, I'm no longer, I no longer give a shit, and not that I ever did, but I no longer give a shit what everybody else thinks about what I'm vaping. I'm going to go to to Pittsburgh, VCC Pittsburgh, or not Pittsburgh, uh, Tennessee. I'm going to go to VCC Tennessee with three AIOs. That's what I'm going with, and I'm going to have a ball. I mean, the, <laughs> the fact that Especially like if that somebody are... calls me out and says, why are you vaping that piece of shit? I will have a ball <laughs> tearing that person to shreds. I just, I cannot believe the stupid shit that we say. And, you know, and here we are, and we've, we've got these deeming regs hanging over our fucking heads. And people want to go out and say that because, okay, all right, like, what did, what did they call me? Oh, I was suckholing China. That's what, that's what I got told when I bought what? a sink. 
when you I bought, bought the sink. sink. You were suck holing China? Yeah. Suck holing China. Fuck if I know. That, still, that doesn't even sound sexy. I, what is that? <laughs> I, evidently, it was supposed to be a slam because I bought a sink and I like it. I, you know what? I, I bought a Varnerl and it, I hated it, but I think I either got a clone or an early version because I just tried a new one from a distributor while I was dropping off an order and it actually worked really well. So yeah. I may revisit the Varnerl. But I mean, I have got gear that runs the gamut of the spectrum. I mean, we're talking from one end of the spectrum to the other. Uh-huh. And and I use it all. I mean, and it it just depends on what am I doing that day and what kind of a mood am I in. Yeah, now, no. God granted, do I have um my sinks? I have I have 18 meg in the one and I have 24 meg in the other one. Mhm. And it just depends on what I'm doing, you know. Um, am, do I plan on being around a bunch of people that, uh, for an extended amount of time, that are not going to like me vaping? Okay, fine. Then I'll use the one that's 24. Because why? Because I vape less. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's it's not because I think I have to sneak um, it's not because I think that they will be disapproving. It's that I'm not being a disrespectful asshole. Right. Um, I'm, I'm being polite. There is nothing wrong with being polite. I know? use I use more snooze now than I even vape at this point. I don't think that James vapes hardly at all now. Yeah. I, a lot of us, uh, once we discovered snooze, like, it's... Uh, well, I mean, a large part of what was missing in the vaping market was true tobacco flavor. And a lot of us actually appreciate the flavor of tobacco. So snooze really filled a good niche for us. And uh, and that's that's primarily where I get my nicotine from, is from snooze. I vape purely because of the diversity of flavors that I can get um, and the sensation. That's it. Enduro Six says not good for your gums. Uh, it's actually been proven that uh, snus is not horrible for gums. But that's a different show. All right, goddamn it! This has been two hours now. We gotta go. Okay. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, Jay. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> good night.